from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on it. WHFS Sefner, WQYK FM HD2 St. Petersburg, 103.1 W276CX Newport Ritchie, 92.1 W221DW Tampa. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business as hunters, we all know that planting a food plot in Florida is hard work. It takes tons of water, fertilizer, and time just to keep it alive. Well, now there's a product that can make growing big deer on your hunting property as easy as unloading your cooler. It's Horn Max 20 Super Pro Mineral and Super Max 20 Super Molasses Block. This stuff is amazing for growing huge deer. And, of course, your Florida deer will get all the trace minerals, protein, and amino acids needed for optimal nutrition in bucks, lactation in does, and fawn growth. Check out the full line of Horn Max 20 today at Florida Mineral online.net or click the link at bigandwild.com. The Big and Wild Outdoors invites you to discover Fishhawk Sporting Clays. It's 77 acres of first-class comfort and hospitality for your personal sports shooting as well as corporate and public events. The Fishhawk staff is always ready to set you and your family up for a memorable day of dusting clays. Conveniently located in Lithia, about 20 miles from downtown Tampa and less than 8 miles from Brandon and is open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. Fishhawk Sporting Clays offers four-person shooting carts, 12- and 20-gauge shotgun rentals, and the club also features a large covered pavilion with plenty of seating for your next big get-together. Fishhawk will happily host birthday parties, bachelor and bachelorette parties, team-building groups, family reunions, or any group of people who'd like to get together and have fun. For more information, go to fishhawkshootingclays.com. That's fishhawkshootingclays.com. And be sure to check out the events page for clinics and classes available throughout the year. Come on, boys! From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. And Glenn Kinman is not here. It's just Braden, John, and Bill and Knock today. He's out. Uh, Glenn's out in the woods, hopefully uh, by now. He should be receiving a text. The shooting should be over, so he should be on his way into uh, into the studio, <laughs> which I doubt. I see that uh, we lost our caller, Scott, calling in, but maybe he'll call back. Uh, he knew we were in break, so maybe he had to go use the restroom real quick or something. I don't know. Uh, welcome to uh, hour number two of the Big and Wild Outdoors. I, I did want to uh, 
bring up uh, one of the uh, nice things that's been happening this past week is um, uh, with the springtime happening, of course, everybody's getting ready for summer, 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 summer. And uh, we're going to have a good time uh, with summer this year. A lot of fishing tournaments, a lot of things going on. Before the break, we were talking a little bit about um, the fact that we got the Panfish Challenge coming up again on June 16th, right, Bill? June 16th. I just want to make sure I get the uh, dates right. I can't do anything anymore. Secretary. I can't do anything anymore without uh, confirming it with Bill George. Because you want secretary or sergeant in <laughs> arms? What, what's uh, what's your title? I don't have a title. I'll be obviously I'll be wrong no, every no single time. No tittles here. All right, uh, Richard's calling in this morning. How you doing, Richard? What's going on? Oh, just another great Saturday morning. You sound you know. so excited. Oh, I'm just tired. I've been working all week to put sprinkler system around the yard. But all you need is a garden it. hose, man. You know, they need a hose and one of them little sprinkler things that just kind of. Yeah, but then the kid decided to bring his little dingo, the little one man standing up um, bobcat thing, and he he ripped the he ripped the yard apart. So now Dad has to put the sprinkler system in and get it ready for sod. Yeah, oh. which is coming in this afternoon. I I only got four pallets in the front, so you know. It sounds like a great day of hunting for you. Oh, yeah, a wonderful one. But, hey, speaking of Goliath groupers, I know this was a long time ago because I haven't had a boat in, like, 11 years. But up off of Tarpon, there used to be a mammoth Goliath grouper up there where they sunk the, I guess, Newport Ritchie Tarpon, where they sunk the tanks a long time ago, and you could dive and see the old tanks that were down there. Yeah, they're still there. They're still there? I haven't, you know, I thought they'd be corroded by now. Well, but they're pretty thick. They're encrusted. They're, they're, yeah, they're they're pretty big, pretty thick. So it takes some. Yeah. We'll be, we'll be, was, we'll be dust before they're gone. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the, um, there used to always be a glide grouper that was, would just come swimming up looking at you and you just like, oh shit, I want to be dinner. Uh, well, only one this of thing- them, huh? Only one? Because you go out there now, there will probably be uh, half a dozen or a dozen hanging around there nowadays. And and well, that's we're talking we're talking one that had to be you know three hundred pounds or better. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Throw the kids overboard. Let them swim for a while. It'll be awful good. It'll and fun. and and that's some of the concern with some of the people that there are some uh, some Goliath grouper out there that are very well known and. I think just like on the bear hunt, people had issues with certain bears, and they went out there and they because they, they're pets. Is that yeah, why, George? Yeah. Or they think they're well, pets? They, they they're chickens them, and everything they else. Feed and, the damn things, and that's why garbage cans are ripped apart. Oh yeah, sure. Else. Yeah, because they have no fear, and uh, those yeah. are the first ones that need to go. Just like alligators, no one seems to have a problem with alligators. Uh, whenever uh, you know they get too close to uh, uh, to a kid or a pet or anything else like that, yeah, they should treat the uh, Goliath group the same way, and uh, they should treat them um, with uh, equal vigor. And so, since we can't relocate them too well, then uh, I say that uh, we uh, let the powerhead speak for all of us and let the reef fish get their revenge on the ones that have been eating their brethren for years. Perhaps maybe years, a c- couple yeah, of decades. A man, but every once in a while, you would wonder. I go, man. You know, if that if, if that thing wanted to, am I going to go down in it or what? <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. Well, it it isn't necessarily that they're going to eat you whole, 
but they sure could grab an arm and hold on. They're smarter than you think they are. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and then, like I said, the video that we originally talked about, the guy was a free diver and his hand was caught in its mouth. <clears throat> you know, I don't know how long the guy had been down there. I don't know how long he could hold his breath, but uh, let's just say that if you're down there and you're a free diver and your hand is in the mouth of a 300-pound fish, chances are you're probably going to be just on the edge of panic mode. Well, and so I'm sure your heart level goes up and your oxygen that, level decreases uh, quite that's rapidly. That's when I make a business and, decision. And, and that, that is why most of them carry a knife on their Yeah, there, there's a business decision that's getting yeah. made right then. Yeah. Well, Richard, we thanks for the call, man. And we uh, hope you enjoy your day out there. Try to uh, drink plenty of water and, uh, you know, don't get out there and get dehydrated, okay? I always like the 357 Magnum Powerhead. <laughs> to drink? Oh, okay. Well, that, <laughs> no, there's yeah. the security down there. That's yes. Like, you know. Yeah, well, maybe that'll work. That was on the that was on the front of the spear gun. That they, you know, if you need it, you could just bang them with it, and then yep. you had to worry about it later. Yeah. yeah, well, that was the old days. You can't do that anymore, man. Because if you do it now, uh, chances are it'll be on video, and uh, you think in, you're alone be, down there, but you're not. You'll be in big trouble, boy. Thank you for the call, Richard. We appreciate the call, and get out there and uh, stay uh, stay warm today. It'll be uh, it'll be kind of warm today be very moist out there today yeah uh before we uh, went to break i did want to bring up this thing here it was a national uh and made the national news i thought this was pretty interesting because um it was a lot of uh what do you call it self-back promotions but yet they didn't go into details we can talk about this a lot on the show that, you know, a lot of cities and municipalities and things like that, you know, they pay all these specialty people to come in and <clears throat> take care of their deer populations and all that stuff when they could, you know, make a lot of money. Trap, <laughs> spade, neuter, also. Yeah, you know, yeah, birth control, those kinds of things. Well. Bob Barker. Sorry. I will say this, that the annual operation to curb overabundant white-tailed deer at several national parks in Maryland and Washington, D.C., has netted more than 14,000 pounds of venison. What do you think that, how many deer would that would be? If you would just to guess. Hmm. Average, gutted, cleaned, uh, skinned uh, deer, if you think about it, deboned, hmm. blah, blah, blah. You're getting what, about 80 pounds of meat? 280. What? Yeah, Maryland and that area, though. I mean, they're going to be a bigger deer, so... Well, the thing is, is we don't know because they didn't report how many deer were taken and they didn't want the public to know how many deer were taken. They 283. Just, oh, well, that's not a bad number. Well, they this, um, <laughs> believe it or not, this happened this past Monday. My turn. Give me the dart. <laughs> this happened this past Monday, which I thought was pretty interesting since uh, a lot of those Probably had babies and uh, things like that. I mean, how do you know if uh, doe doesn't have a couple of fawns standing next to it? How do, how do you know when it's uh, not not having fawns? But anyway, the deer killing uh, took place at the Rock Creek Park in the district, uh, as, as well as Antietam National Battlefield at the uh, Cat Catherine Mountain Park and Monarchy Battlefield in Maryland. The venison will be donated to the Maryland Food Bank. And the Thermont Verd Bank uh, Food Bank and the DC Central Kitchen, so lots of folks are going to be enjoying some very nice venison, well groomed mm-hmm. and well out there. The National Park Service uh, released a news release that the deer meat was professionally processed 
and tested for chronic wasting disease before being donated. And the Park Service says overabundant deer populations do immense damage to vegetation and eat nearly all treed tree sweet seedlings. And the news release says that the deer also damaged agricultural crops as well. So whoa, whoa, they seem whoa, whoa, whoa. to they We're seem on to, a park and the deer are damaging agricultural crops. Well, apparently they're, you know, traveling. They're going oh, they, next door they're, to they're Farmer Johnson's in, place over there, okay. you know, and uh, eating his soybeans or whatever he's growing. Now, I just find it interesting that we were having the Goliath Grouper chat at the beginning and how, you know, these people seem to think that if there's an overabundance of deer, that maybe there should be some that were removed. And they could find a decent, you know, purpose for the 14,000 mm-hmm. pounds of deer meat. Four, five hundred Goliath Grouper, they can make a lot of fertilizer. Yeah. You can make a lot of fish emulsion out of those things. The Indians had a use for it. They absolutely did. Mm -hmm. There we go. Man, you're a good thinker, Bill George. We got to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. You want to give us a call this morning, 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. We'll be here for you. Give us a call. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford and G5 Feeding Outdoors. The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive, vertical access solutions. When it comes to wild game, it's up to the individual hunter to make sure the meat is handled and processed safely. Wear gloves while field dressing and butchering. Be careful not to puncture the intestine to avoid possible spread of E. coli or salmonella to the meat. The chest and abdominal cavity should be wiped with a clean cloth or paper towels. It's best to use as little water as possible because damp meat spoils faster than dry meat. Cool wild game to less than 40 degrees Fahrenheit as quickly as possible to slow the growth of bacteria. On warm days, immediately pack the chest and abdominal cavities with ice packs or plastic bags filled with snow. After skinning, wrap in cheesecloth or put in game bags to keep clean. In warm weather, black pepper can be sprinkled on the meat before covering to discourage flies. Wild game should be aged to 34 to 37 degrees Fahrenheit for no more than 14 days. White-tailed deer will age sufficiently in two to three days. During butchering and preparation, perform proper hand wash and clean all contact surfaces with warm, soapy water followed with bleach water. Be a responsible hunter and be prepared and knowledgeable of proper guidelines to help ensure the quality, safety, and satisfaction in eating wild game. The Big and Wild Outdoor Safety Tips are brought to you by Sims Cranes, Florida's leader in safe, comprehensive, vertical access solutions. Hunting never stops in Florida, so you need to make Al's Wild Meat in Riverview your full-time, full-service deer and hog processor. Al's Wild Meats will custom cut your game any way you like it, including a variety of sausage options, like traditional ground breakfast, link, or smoked, plus some of the best jalapeno cheddar summer sausage, snack sticks, and deer bacon on the planet. Al and his wife Christine pride themselves in making sure you're getting your own harvest back just the way you want it, and always vacuum-sealed, labeled, frozen, and back in your freezer fast. Al's Wild Meat, right off I-75 on Simmons Ranch Court in Riverview, on Facebook or online, alswildmeatprocessing.com. 
God has blessed Trinity Sportsman's Ministry with another wonderful year. And on behalf of the Trinity Sportsman's Ministries, we'd like to invite you to the Patterson Company's annual fundraising event at Fishhawk Sporting Clays, April 21st from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. Bring family and friends to enjoy a great day of fun, fellowship, and friendly competition. Food and drinks will be provided by Grandpa Johnson's Barbecue. All proceeds for the event will go directly to Trinity Sportsman's Ministry, a nonprofit organization that strives to make a positive impact for our local youth. Trinity Sportsman's Ministry provides our local youth with the opportunity to share Christ while learning of God's great creations through hunting, fishing, and other outdoor activities. To learn more about the Sporting Clay event sponsorships and team registry, please visit trinitysportsmansministry.com. trinitysportsmansministry.com. In the 1960s, the G5 mark was used to brand the cattle and other livestock on the Glisson family ranch in the heartland of Florida. Now that family tradition has been passed on to mark quality at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. G5 Feed and Outdoors is more than a family-owned business with a passion for all things that happen in the big and wild outdoors. Behind every product, you'll find more than 20 years of great customer service and three generations of experience standing behind it. G5 Feed and Outdoors believes there's no substitute for quality outdoor gear and products that have been tested to perform and give you the confidence that will last. So G5 carries items they use themselves from trusted brands like Textron, Arctic Cats, Yeti, Case Knives, Big Green Eggs, Costa, Shimano, and so much more. You really need to stop by and see all the great outdoor gear and products and the new stuff that arrives every day. It's all waiting for you at the new G5 Feed and Outdoors. Located just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com and be sure to follow them on Facebook for even more great deals. <laughs> Welcome back everybody it is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, Bill George Got to be quicker on the, the trigger George. Yeah. You got to ease up on all that sweet tea, man. <laughs> you got to know that uh, when you're in the middle of it, you got to uh, you know, do your thing. It's what yeah. commercial breaks are for, man. <laughs> yeah, I just got that text from uh, Glenn Grizzaffi. He turned around. His son, Cameron, shot himself a nice turkey 14 yards away at 7.15 this morning. Right Very nice. Well, right off the roost. One down, one to go. So, yeah, that's all good. So I guess eight year old kid smoking right a turkey. What was it? Fourteen yards. Fourteen yards. Got him right in there. Good job. I like so. that. Bada boom, bada bing. It's a done deal. I like it. I love it. Once more of it. I'm waiting for a phone call or something from uh, from Glenn. I'm hoping. Uh, do you know where he was going, or can you say exactly, or is it was I, public or I can say he's in the Lake Panasovsky area. Oh, okay. Really? But where he is exactly, I don't know. Yeah. He was going to go look for wherever he saw turkey was he, sign. Was he going clubbing? Yeah. Okay. Did you help him out, or did you give him a, take him on a walkabout like you did poor Carlos this week? I gave him, I gave him intel as to where I've been successful with people in years past. Other than that? Well, know. that doesn't narrow down anything. That's like saying, hey, there's a good All I, there's I, a good all I can spot. say is... Here's the make map. sure yeah. pin right there. Make sure you you stay a hundred yards away from any feeder because they will jack you up if they find you within a hundred yards of a feeder. Yes, 
and or any type of bait on the ground that you put there. You see it in FWC Weekly all the time right now. It's uh, yes, we identified this bait site. We turned around. We went out there and we heard people concealing themselves and emitting turkey sounds. And then we wrote them the citation. Because you know what? You are turkey hunting at that point. Yeah, but it's it's, it's illegal to take a turkey over bait. That is but true. But is it illegal to be within bait? If you had a shotgun, yeah. If you had a camera, I think they'd probably get, let you let you off. But but, uh, but you you look at it, and the definition of take is even attempting to take. Okay, and that's where they get you is when you make the turkey sound. That's right. If you were just to nonchalantly walk past a feeder on your way somewhere else, that's not a problem. But when you stop, you hide, and you call, they consider that take. Now, if that's take. Every time you stop and you call and you get nothing, does that go to your bag limit? Mm, I don't think so. Because the These are bag questions limits are what Bill you George took. thinks of. Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> like the question of, uh, you know, if you cross a piece of property that uh, you don't have permission for it and you have a shotgun and you're dressed in camo. And you, say, and you say, we're not hunting yet. And they say, well, yeah, you're hunting illegally on somebody else's property. You go, well, we're not hunting yet. We're just cutting across. And they go, you got a gun? You got camo? Are you out here hunting? Well, we're going to. Well, yeah. Okay. You'll get the ticket for armed trespass. Yes, of course you will. <laughs> no, it has nothing to do with hunting. Yeah. You're trespassing. Yeah, even going to or for from, you know, it doesn't. And be careful crossing railroad tracks or anything else. That is true. I think a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. that. I, you see people that used to hunt. There's a spot I used to know up in North Florida that, uh, you know, people would hunt the edges of the railroad tracks. And nowadays... Uh, you know, after nine eleven, uh, you can't be anywhere on Don't that. Don't even think about it. You can't even be on that property anymore, uh, for the most part, with a, especially with a firearm. You know, walking down the side of it, you might, uh, if you're going camping, you might get a warning to uh, stay another four feet off of the, you know, property of the CSX or whoever owns it. But if you got a firearm on you, eh, it could get really. Get really touchy, because believe it or not, you're waving attempted, at that guy. Attempted train robbery. You're you're waving at that guy at the uh, at the engine as he's going by. Trust me, he's on that radio going. I got this guy. Is that mile marker or whatever with a gun walking down the side? Uh, I'm trying to see him in the side view mirror. I don't know if he's shooting at the boxes or not. You know, I mean, and he's dressed in full camo. He's in full camo, and uh, yeah, he's he's a scary dude anymore. They just they don't mess anymore. There's just no messing anymore. It's it's easier for them to let the judges figure it out, you know, and that's the sad part. Yep. And speaking of sad part, I did have to bring this up because uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but as a young young lad, and even uh, to this day, I still find myself reaching over for a uh, Patrick McManus book. Yep. Um, he passed away this past week, and I know that if you've ever picked up a field and stream or an outdoor life or anything like that and read one of his little uh, short stories that he puts in there. Uh, if you've not done yourself a favor and bought one of his books, uh, like they shoot canoes, don't they? Or, uh, you know, uh, never, uh, never take a gifted fish or I can't remember the exact title, but any of those ones as an outdoor person, if you're a hunter or a fisherman, somehow, some way in any story that you read about his adventures as a young boy um, that are, purely fictional for the most part 
Uh, you will find yourself. There is some basis in truth. <laughs> you will find yourself literally. I'm, I remember my father would be in the living room and I'd be in my room and we'd both be reading Pat McManus books and we would both be laughing so hard that tears are literally coming out of your eyes because some of them you just, I, I've been there, I've done that, I know exactly what he's talking about kind of thing. And um, I, I know he passed away, he was 84 years old. And uh, if you don't know who he is, do yourself a favor. Go Google it and uh, go get yourself one of the copies of his book. And uh, or even read, read some of the, like you said, read some of his shorts out of the back of Field and Stream and some of that. Cause that's what I used to read. Yeah, well, I, laugh. I used to read ahead, and I would always look forward to it. if anything where he was in a, on a hunting or a fishing adventure with Rancid Crabtree, mm-hmm. the the old man that you know was down the street. Uh, I'd have to read it because I knew it was going to be just hilariously funny because whenever Rancid Crabtree was involved, something crazy was going to happen. But uh, it reminded me, his books reminded me a lot as when I was a kid because when I was a kid, a trip to the Army-Navy surplus store was where we got all our hunting stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, me and dad would go in there and the smell of that place, all that canvas and leather and, you know, cosmoline and everything else, there's just a certain smell and atmosphere yeah cosmoline what's that cosmoline is a real thick grease that they used to pack firearms or any sharpened implements or anything like the machetes or any because dude you could go in there you could buy a machete for like a dollar you know and you could get old uh vietnam era jungle boots for like two bucks and those are hundred dollar machetes yeah when it was the (laughs) military price yeah when they charged the dod yeah they were they were 150 bucks uh you know go in there and get our uh our jungle hammocks you know vietnam era jungle hammocks that's what we used to camp in as kids and and uh of course sleeping bags you know some of them you could find that were in really good shape some of them still had you know guys names in them which you thought was really cool you know you had some soldiers you know sleeping bag of course, he never wanted to see that awful, horrible yeah. bag again. So, um, but his adventures there because that was his sporting goods store. He'd always stop in at the you know Army Navy surplus and pick up something on the way to go somewhere else. And um, great stories about how um, his first four wheel drive was his was his bicycle. You know, and we all started that way, where you're trying to balance your shotgun, rifle, fishing gear, tackle box, whatever it is, on your bike somehow. Either on your uh, handlebars or on the crossbar or strap it on somewhere. You know, we didn't. You didn't have all that fancy stuff like you have today. Sure. And uh, just uh, one of the greatest stories I think ever was when he was invited to go on a camping trip with some people that were more wealthy than he was. He was a very poor yeah. kid when he grew up. His, he lost his father at a very young age, so he, you know, he had to look for uh, older, uh, you know, father figures, male figures outside of the family. It was just him and his mother and his grandmother, and uh, he didn't have a sleeping bag, and he got invited on a camping trip, and his mother went and got his father's old raccoon skin coat that was popular in the 1920s or 40s or whatever it was, and said, just wrap yourself up in this, and you can sleep in it. It was very huge. You know, they're very long, you know, ankle-length coat, (laughs) and he kept it from the family that he was with. He's like, you know, I'm going to rough it. I'm going to sleep outside. I'm not going to sleep in a tent or anything because he didn't want to embarrass himself by wrapping himself and sleeping in the raccoon coat. So he slept outside. And in the middle of the night, his father came out and stumbled over him. And, of course, he stood up. He's in a raccoon coat. And the father thought it was a bear 
which he screams, bear. And, of course, Patrick McManus said, bear. And so he took off running in the same direction that the father went running. <laughs> and, you know, and so the father's trying to scramble up a tree, and he's trying to scramble up the same tree that the father's in because he thinks there's a bear behind him that he saw. He doesn't know it's him that he's thinking of. But those are the kind of adventures that he would do. And, and the guy, he's like, I couldn't understand why the father was kicking, trying to kick me out of the tree <laughs> as I was trying to get up. He's like, are you trying to kill me? There's a bear behind us. Are you nuts? Let me up in the tree. And uh, anyway, those are the kind of things that we're going to miss. But they live on in the his books. So do yourself a favor. Go and Google Patrick F. McManus and look at his number of books. Um, Never sniff a gift fish. That's the name of it. We're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Knox in a hurry. I guess he's got a good number one, too. You guys can go together. See you. We'll be back. Hornady continues to build and enhance the Precision Hunter line of ammunition with an array of new loads that feature the revolutionary ELDX bullet with heat shield tip. Precision Hunter is one of the most successful ammo launches we've had. The original mission of Precision Hunter Ammunition was for you to be able to extend your range. It was extremely successful, and you guys have spoken. The new Precision Hunter loads include the 25-06 Remington, 257 Weatherby Mag, 6.5 PRC, 270 WSM, 280 Ackley Improved, 7mm WSM, 338 Win Mag, and the 338 Lapua. Precision Hunter is factory-loaded, truly match-accurate ammunition with Doppler radar-verified best-in-class BCs, featuring excellent conventional range performance, as well as the best extended-range terminal performance available. Precision Hunter ammunition. Extend your range and never compromise at any distance. Did you know the biggest Ford truck dealer in the entire southeastern United States is right here, close to you? Which dealership? The answer shouldn't surprise you. Brandon Ford is the largest volume F-Series truck dealer in the Southeast, and the numbers don't lie. Brandon Ford sells more F-150s, more Super Duties, more lifted trucks, 4x4s, and diesels. And when a dealership sells more, there's always a reason, like the guaranteed lowest Ford truck prices, or one of the largest Ford truck inventories in America, with over 500 trucks available and on sale, or their award-winning sales team with years of experience who knows these trucks inside and out. Every day when businesses or customers need a truck they choose brandon ford because brandon ford stocks more sells more and sells for less so when you're ready for a truck come see us at highway 60 and 301 in tampa the largest volume ford f-series dealer in the entire southeastern united states 24 7 at brandonford.com if you want to pay less for a ford truck that's our business Hey, this is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level 3 instructor for our youth and adult programs, and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East U.S. Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. Boy, my business really could use some signs and maybe even some business cards. Man! 
Man? You need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, boat and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed and 3D lettering signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help you. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot. Yeehaw! When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. When your family serves, you learn the meaning of hard work. And when you're born with a name that stands for power, performance, and precision engineering, you damn well better make the family proud. We are Textron Off-Road. Backed by the name that builds some of the most advanced machines in the world. We create off-road vehicles that help America's hardest workers get the job done. Side-by-sides and ATVs that are built with a work ethic, a wild streak, and a relentless pursuit of adventure. With suspension and handling that make the toughest trails a walk in the park. And with the precision, reliability, and American manufacturing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to Textron Off-Road. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. And if you've ever seen my very lengthy blooper video, well, you know, I've had my share of mishaps. Because of that, you can take it from me that one thing I always take very seriously is boating safety. For instance, here's something as simple as it can be that saves the lives of countless boaters every year. A lanyard. I highly recommend you wear one of these every time your boat is running. All you have to do is hook the loose end of the lanyard to your PFD. It'll stop your outboard instantly if you should accidentally fall overboard or be thrown from your boat during a collision. Be sure to give your lanyard a field test to make sure it's working like it's supposed to. Your life and that of your boating partner could depend on Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Deep into hour number two, Braden, Jonathan, Bill. Glenn's out in the woods with his daughter today, trying to get their turkey uh, quota filled up. William's out today. Carlos is out today. Looks like uh, Double G, G2, is out uh, today, and yeah. his son was successful. We got a nice photograph of uh, Camo. Went out there, got himself a nice bird at 14 yards this morning. So it's a good day for them, at least. It's all happening. It's all good stuff. Speaking of uh, guns and firearms, um, I, I did want to go ahead, since we're deep into the second hour, go ahead and just get Jonathan's blood pressure up now. Let's just get it over with. And uh, I thought that was very interesting that um, some news came out this past week that the American Federation of Teachers is uh, telling Wells Fargo that they're going to have to stop doing business with uh, the NRA or gun manufacturers. Oh, yes. Or the teachers union is going to dump their uh, popular Wells Fargo mortgage program offered to their members. And I thought that was very funny because I thought, you know, one bank that would probably say that they really appreciate what firearms have done for them in the past would be Wells Fargo. Um, Because I I would try to think how many billions of dollars that transcontinentally were taken across the United States via stagecoach 
that were armed guards on the front. Yeah, with the, a, the phrase riding shotgun. Exactly. <laughs> comes from, uh, you know, that very fact that, you know, that money box underneath their legs and uh, being guarded heavily by firearms, uh, protecting but, their people's money with guns would probably, you know, you would figure it would be in there. And so, since their logo is a stagecoach with two guys up there and one of them has a firearm, I would think that they would probably be on our side. But a teacher's union wants a bank to stop supporting the NRA or they're not going to allow a program that benefits their members. Uh, exactly. From having a benefit. <laughs> yeah. Makes a lot of sense, folks, doesn't it? Yeah. With a, with a, with a company, like I said, that uh, literally owes uh, probably uh, its very existence to but, firearms. But this is the part that, that I have a problem with. It's people trying to tell other people what to do with their lives. As if I'm not hurting you, okay, it's okay to offend you as long as I'm not infringing on your rights. Okay? Exactly. You don't have to agree. If you want to go ahead and graze on, on lettuce and, and that, I'm okay with that. If you don't want to eat meat, I'm fine. I'm not going to force you to eat meat. But don't try and turn me into a vegan. I respect your you choices. It, don't you try have to your change choice, mine. I have my choice, okay? But when it comes to whether or not somebody supports another organization, that, that's just coming out well, there and being I, what I call bullyish. Exactly. Well, I, I have this. This is my comment to the uh, to the teachers union and all the people like that. It is a capitalistic society, and you have the right to choose whatever you want to. But FYI to Wells Fargo, um, why don't you ask Bank of America in the next month and, oh, yeah, all the other companies that have boycotted the NRA that have had to take it up the tailpipe for the last uh, two months, how that's working out for you. Yeah, and if they keep it up, I'll take my $200 out of their bank. Exactly. (laughs) That'll teach them. Out of the teachers union? uh, Out of the uh, Wells Fargo. Hey, uh, Scott, how you doing this morning, my friend? Hey, Braden, how you doing? I'm doing good. Are you really calling from up in South Carolina? Unfortunately, yes, sir, I am. Why, why, why is that unfortunate? That'd be a nice place to About be. One of the people with the longest deer season that exists. Exactly. Well, you, know, you, got, you got cooler temperatures. One of, uh, come on now. What did I say? Sorry, Scott. It's your call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i tell you what, man. Um... um I listened to you since uh, back in the uh, Braden Gun days. Oh, Austin and Gun. Austin Gun. I'm sorry. Yeah, Steve. And yes, sir. And um, I've lived in Tampa my whole life. Um, and um, man, it's so nice to hear your voice. Well, it's nice to hear yours too. Now, why are you up in South Carolina? Why did you leave uh, leave Florida? Tourists chase you out. What's the deal? Well, yeah, it was a uh, it was a, uh, a career deal. Okay. And uh, but I'm I'm telling you what, brother, I'm um, changing my oil and putting air in my tires and get ready to burn rubber to come back to Florida. <laughs> well, you know, hurry up because turkey season's almost over. And the snowbirds are going north. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all heading out. They headed out the beginning of last week, I think it was. Uh, usually, yeah. traditionally, it's the last weekend uh, after Easter or the first weekend after Easter, and they some delayed out. their migration yeah. due to the heavy 
winter activity. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. There yeah, was, there was a slight. I, what, I miss uh, it's Saturday mornings. I miss the show so much. It's well, like, you know, uh, well, we're on every Saturday now, and uh, Bill George. Thank goodness for him. You know, he puts the podcast up on our website, and it's up on iTunes and. Uh, Stitcher, everywhere else you can find it, and uh, so you can listen to us anytime you want to. Yeah, I know, but it's not the same as just turning the radio on. You no. know what uh, I mean? Yeah, that's true. I, I understand. You can, you can tune in and all that. Uh, Money Talk 1010 has a live stream. You can listen to it real time if you have uh, internet access. That's true. Right. Yeah. Um, what happened to uh, you, you, you see you had a partner named Glenn. Yeah, Glenn's out turkey hunting today. He's out with his daughter. They're they're uh, he. Oh, is he? Yeah, he uh, called in. Uh, tur- he's got turkey sickness, so he's not in today. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that seems to affect yeah, a lot of people flu. in this room because Jonathan had to go through it for a couple of weeks, and Bill George, I've I think it. he had it for a month, so uh, he hadn't been here for almost a month. So uh, that turkey sickness gets around really quick this time of year. You know how it is. Yes, sir, I sure do. And for some of us, uh, it'll flow all the way uh, up north. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) You know, know, what's funny is uh, people, since I've been up here, because I always lived in Tampa, and this is like the farthest north I've ever been, they always tell me, uh, well, you're living down here in the south. I'm like, you know, I'm like, you know, this is the farthest north I've ever been. I, I was from a thousand miles south of here. You know, it's like uh, you're from the deep, deep uh, south. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, and I tell you what, once I uh, get back there, um, first thing I'm going to do is get. I'm going to um, go to uh, a Lessy Bakery and oh, get a yeah. Cuban. I'm going to get a Cuba sandwich and a devil crab. There you go. That sounds like a good plan, man. Well, uh, well, get down here as quick as you can. Hurry up. Gator season is going to be starting soon. How's the uh, uh, snook fishing doing? Doing pretty good this year. Everything's doing all right. Uh, so everybody seems to be catching them, that's for sure. I haven't had an opportunity to get out. I've been playing with the kids too much, but... Uh, it's not that hard. Now that I know my buddy Tom Freeze out of town, I may go have to sneak out on his dock for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put that wow. out over the radio. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, go sneak wow. out on there because I know Man. he's got those lights. and uh, Somebody needs to babysit those snook, you know, make sure they're okay and well taken care of. So I yeah. can, I can wow. go volunteer for that. No, like I said, I've listened to you since uh, back in Austin uh, gun days and uh, – uh, when you're, uh, you worked on, uh, I think it was called the, um, uh, God, the, um, show where it was during the afternoon. Oh, the replacement show uh, with Cowhead and Kevin? The replacement show, yes, yeah. Sir. The radio yeah. rejects. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. No, that was the replacement yeah. show over there. That was with Cowhead right. and, uh, Kevin, uh, Mr. Excitement, and uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Excitement, that's right. Yeah. Well, well Mike, and, Mike is still on the air too, so uh, you know maybe you could tune in on him. He does mornings over there on uh, what is it, the Bone? He's over there, so yeah, you can uh, give right. him and so uh, call him up and give him a bunch of crud. Well, you know, um, it's just uh, just nice to hear, you know. 
Well, it was nice to reminisce. Yeah, man. Thanks uh, for calling. We, we had to take a break, though, Scott. Call back again sometime, all right? We'll catch up, all right? I, I can't do it during the break. All right, buddy. Thanks for calling. <laughs> Scott calling in from South Carolina. Next time we'll get some fishing tips out of him up there. Or maybe a good hunting spot. South Carolina, you know? There you if, go. If you, need, if you really need a deer in velvet. Well, anyway, we're on the Big and Wild Outdoors. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, we'll be back. Go ahead, hit it. So, I'm sure you heard the news. Social media sites are cracking down on private firearm sales. So if you're looking to sell or buy a new or used gun, or even looking to trade, do it the right way and head over to Deer Hunter Guns. Dan and his crew will give you top dollar for your used firearm, plus give you the best trade-in value if you're looking to upgrade. Deer Hunter Guns is doing it the legal way and can help you find what you're looking for. Or take that used rifle, pistol, or shotgun off your hands the legal way so you have peace of mind. Knowing your firearm isn't going to a complete stranger. Go sell your firearms to your friends at Deer Hunter Guns. Stop by today and get the best deal. 2797 Gulf to Bay Boulevard, across from the original Hooters. DeerHunterGuns.com How does a good man become even better? By working out or by working his way up the corporate ladder? For 300 years, we've helped good men become the best versions of themselves through a dedicated fraternity and by taking an oath to live a life of integrity, service, and brotherly love. Men who are as committed to each other and their families as they are to our noble cause. In the end, we don't just make men better, we make them Masons. To learn more, visit discoverfreemasonry.com. G5 Feed and Outdoors is pleased to be the premier fully authorized repair and warranty dealer for Arctic Cat ATVs and side-by-sides in the West Central Florida and Tampa Bay area. G5's wide selection of Arctic Cat ATVs and other off-road vehicles are all designed to handle anything that Mother Nature dishes out. The Arctic Cat TBX, Prowler, and HDX offer power steering, easy switch, two-wheel, four-wheel drive, tilt cargo beds, built-in receivers and payloads between 300 and 1,000 pounds. The Wildcat, Mud Pro, and XC450 are powerhouse performers with superior traction, suspension, and handling. And the ever-popular Altera Series continues to lead the way in value and reliability for tons of uses. So load up the hunting gear, stack up your camping supplies, haul your feed and farm supplies, or just load up the family and hit the trailer mud hole for a day of fun and adventure because G5 and Articat has you covered. Stop in today and see the whole lineup just west of Plant City at 4960 U.S. Highway 92 and online at g5feedandoutdoors.com. And be sure to follow G5 on Facebook for even more great products. Sportsman's Alliance. Our heritage, our fight. Protecting hunting from coast to coast. Did you know that Florida ranks first in number of sportsmen and anglers with 3.15 million that spend 5.9 billion a year supporting over 94,000 jobs. Did you know that sportsmen and women contribute nearly 8 million to the economy every single day, adding more than 2.9 billion every year for conservation? Just another fun fact showing how sportsmen and women are helping make a difference. Sportsman's Alliance, our heritage, our fight, protecting hunting from coast to coast. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Let the chaos continue. 
Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George in the house. Knox over there behind the glass answering your phone calls if you want to call in today and uh, add to the zaniness because Glenn's not here and it usually gets that way. Uh, he kind of keeps <laughs> us in check. So, uh, what do you, you mean? Know, uh, he is the governor. He's the, you know, the shh, sh- no, not, not We that. get to yeah. touch on vital topics when yeah. Glenn's not here. Uh, so if you want to give us a call, you can 888-404-1010, Uh, since we're on a roll getting Jonathan's blood pressure up, we oh, thought it, oh, we'd help can him. Can I go now? Can I go now? I was going to have him lose a little more weight while we're in here you, today. You got to lose weight? Bring yeah. it on. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you have? I can well, save I, mine I for just, the third. Uh, I just was reminiscing over. The fact that he said he'd never vote for Rick Scott, oh, no this done. and that. I didn't say and, kill the man. I said just bring his and, blood and pressure now, up. Now I was mentioning how I a number did, of Rub- Republicans are. Well, I'm not happy with them, but I was about I, to say I, I got to vote for him. I got to vote for him. You know because, and I think that's exactly what the man was keen. Oh, he's on. expecting it, and. I can offend my group, and they will still deal with me because I'm better than the other. I but here, like it's like me and you talked about this. We were we had this discussion this morning, and I, you know, I've made my voice very clear on that whole subject. And I really feel like if somebody out there, then that's one of the other issues. Is there somebody out there who would run against him? Because I really feel like if somebody would run against him, that they would beat him to be the Republican candidate. I, I don't know. But for me, there's if you violate certain core fundamental beliefs. Oh, there's a line you don't cross. And and, and that line was crossed with yeah. me when he, when he signed a bill that uh, limits – Legal firearm purchases. It's unconstitutional. You know, citizens that have done nothing wrong. Then he signs something that, you know, puts in question our public beaches, which we've paid to have this sand pumped back up there after hurricanes and other storms. (laughs) Paid to pump back up there. But, oh, now we can have private people sitting there. So, no, that's my sand, not my sand. Okay. And then to take a bear hunt and put a squash on a bear hunt when there's exactly enough of them to allow hunting. You, you violated three core parts of my beliefs and, and I'm sorry. You three know? Strike rule. When's it, when's it going to come up next? Oh, the duck hunters can't hunt ducks on Tampa Bay because it's, it's close to that. Exactly. That, that line now goes out. Oh, we can't offend this person. No, no. Well, that, that's, and you may, and this is something you get on us and, you know, me and Braden and Glenn always kind of tuck our heads down when this conversation comes up. But it goes back to what you said to Braden this morning about the Goliath Grouper thing. Yeah. Their voices, if our voices aren't heard, I mean, the sad part about it is, is unfortunately, is the old saying, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And that's our biggest problem is we don't have a collective one voice that is in these people's ear. And I really think that that's why you don't see, or you see a lot of them. I hate to say this, or you see a lot of them cave. Yeah. And well, the same reason you've and let's and I'll say it right now on air. I voted for the man twice for governor. I mean, because but up until the last <laughs> half of the last 
thing. He oh, was yeah. doing all right. Yeah, he well, was I doing what, like you said. <laughs> he was staying. And it's it's like and, I try to argue people about President Trump. He's staying. Um, the man's what he said he's going to do. He's going in there and doing it, and that's he's trying. He's trying to. Yeah, I mean, he's at least putting the effort forward. So. But, well, I don't know if this was all pandering or whatever it was, you know, for, for this election. I'm sure it had something to do with it. But uh, the beach access thing, I never could understand that. Uh, you know, uh, the beach nourishment kind of deal, uh, that always was, a, you know, a sticking point. I said, look, if you if, if your homeowner's insurance will cover uh, nourishment on the beach, hey, if you can afford to pay those premiums and go right ahead and do it. That's it. And I said, you know, the bad thing is, too, is if if a child down here visiting from Minnesota or somewhere goes wandering on your property, not knowing it's your property, and cuts his foot on a shell or falls and trips or gets hurt, uh, does your homeowner's property cover all the way to that water line on the back of that beach? Uh, Some guy on a skimboard gets hurt or whatever because now it's past that. And then when they beach renourishment, if they add another 50 or 60 yards on the back of your yard, does your homeowner's insurance go up? Do you pay a greater property tax because now they've increased your land mass? You know, you've, you've yeah. gained more property for a while and does it reduce, uh, you know, that, the, you know, that whole beach argument's been going on since I was a child in this town. And, you know, the thing is, is that as you pointed out with legal gun owners, the people who live here, will abide by those rules. Yeah. But those that come down here that are paying, as they'll put tell you to your face, good money to stay in these hotels, to stay in these places, to be able to wander where they want to, uh, they're the ones that are going to have the beers in their hands that have stopped the fights. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, hey, you're in my yard. I, I don't see your name on it here, pal. It's the beach. What are you talking about? You know, and then, and then it, it ensues. So... Uh, they're going to get to fight that out. I don't have to worry about it because if but, I want to go to the beach, I'll go by boat. You know but what I'm I saying? don't need a person strengthening the arms of the the people who want to take it away. You know what? And that's fine. And you know what I say? If I was the governor, I would have signed and said, you know, I'm going to write this rule for you. But here's the thing that's the amendment and the amendment to it, that if your house is wiped out like it used to be by a hurricane, then you're not allowed to rebuild there again. Hmm. And what does it become? It becomes beach. It becomes public. It becomes open access. It becomes beach where anybody can use it then. Because Once they it's lost gone. their house, they don't have ownership hey, of the dirt act anymore? Of God, act to God. There's nothing you can do about that. What are you going to do? Get on a chariot, drive up there and complain? Yes, Lord, I'd like to get to the complaint department line. Uh, where do I start? Where do I go? <laughs> well... For me, Tear if, we down don't, if, they, if somebody has a sinkhole in their yard, do we go and pay to fill it in and br- make it right again? No, but their insurance covers what their loss is, and they move away, and they go, and they and that sinkhole stays and, there and becomes a, a natural wonder. And so we're not going to do any beach restoration. No, when it. the beach gets eroded away, the the our legal part, our the edge of the water now is closer to their house. There you go. Good luck with that. Have yeah. fun. You better go get somebody, go hire yourself a dredge company and go fill it in if that's your problem. You know what? When the water washes out behind our seawall, I don't get to call the city of St. Petersburg and say, hey, look, the tide's been rising and falling, rising and falling and sucking the sand out from behind it. We have to go get the dirt. We have to go fill it in. We have to pack it up. We have to put it in there and fix it ourselves. There's no city ordinance. There's no governor. There's no uh, catastrophe thing for that. You know, you have to do it, do it yourself. So 
you know, take care of your own business. So take care me, of my yard. I mow my backyard, you know. So you know, I don't. The city doesn't get to come mow my backyard. For me, I'm not going to vote for Scott. I won't vote for Nelson necessarily, but they'll have to only lose a half a vote. They won't have to make up a whole vote. But, that that is true. Hey, um, you can always write in who you want to. I will. I'm thinking about writing in Bill George. Write my name in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you give me that dirty look? <laughs> I, I'd love to go to Washington D.C. You get to go to parks and I, shoot deer. It's no, all no, good. I, I, it's, all, it's all good, man. I. You know, people sit there and say, well, why do you want to go up there and do it? I, well, if I go up there and do it, I get a lifetime free uh, health care. So let's just be honest. I want lifetime free health care. I don't care about that. I want to go over to the Antietam <laughs> battlefield and shoot all the does I want to stand yeah. here. That's that's all good. Where's Senator, go Where's Senator Gunn? He's hunting. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's out there helping to cull the deer population out there over in Virginia. So it's no. all good. There's a lot of good, but I think. I think we need people who have a so, full, uh, um, set of core values that they will never violate, okay? And I, I I would sign some type of agreement that says if there's anything that has any one of these things in it, I will Don't even vote, ask me. I will vote yeah. against it no matter what. Good might be in there because here's my core values that I will never compromise on. Mm-hmm. And if I turn around and I violate that, then you have the right to ask me well, to leave. And it's, but it's like I was saying earlier. There, therein lies the issue with hunting, with guns, with fishing, with I, and and I've said this. Like I said, I had a conversation with one of my reps about this. This is our problem: is we are all so spread out in our own little grass huts that it, it's our little deal. And as long as you don't mess with our little singular deal, but it's like I was telling Braden earlier this goliath grouper thing you're gonna have all the animal rights people all the anti-gun people all the anti-this people all the anti-fun people all the anti-snowflake people i mean all working together to they're save all gonna fish. be pointed at one direction and unified and what do you do and it's in you but there and again it goes back to points you've made a hundred times and i'm sure you'll make a hundred more times going to the commission meetings writing to your writing into the commission doing the stuff and i'm trying my best to do that no to, you're not uh, hey i've made my comments <laughs> trust me they well, might not be as strongly you're not doing or, your best i they, know you can do better they, they might not know. be as well worded as from the two of you and they're but a little Dad, bit redneck get, but, c's good as c's average but the thing but the stop thing, it everything that you mentioned uh really the public uh it kind of got sprung on us i mean the beach thing was was you know yeah. not Everybody, you see them on social media going, where was this reported? When was this announced? When did we knew nothing about this? Because chances are, if if the uh, state of Florida would have known that, uh, the chances of that passing would have probably been slim to none. And the same thing happens with any of the firearm stuff. That was done knee jerk. Mm-hmm. It was done before anybody could get a steamroller going and encounter, you know, do anything to it. Same and, thing with the Goliath grouper. And it's uncon- learn the Constitution, people. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things. I, I will say that I, I just I'm over the whole you know knee jerk boycott this boycott that do whatever and all that stuff. If you know what, if you want to do that kind of stuff, that's all well and good. But chances are, all these places that uh, are, are 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 being counterintuitive to anything that has well, impacts my life, I probably don't shop there or buy their stuff in the first place. So. You know, for me, they're like, yeah, you got to boycott uh, Wayfair. And I'm like, I don't even know what Wayfair is. And, and chances are I wouldn't spend a dime there if I did. 
<laughs> you know, I don't need to uh, summer sandals from Wayfair. I, you know, whatever. All right, we got to take a break for the top of the hour. Settle things down. Go get a shot of whiskey or something. I don't know. We're going to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. We'll be back. This is Jonathan. Most of you know me as the co-host of Big and Wild, but I also want to talk to you about my shop, Arrowhead Archery. We're one of the oldest shops in the country and stock brands from Prime, Matthews, Hoyt, Obsession, and PSE. We also have all the accessories to outfit your equipment, plus a level 3 instructor for our youth and adult programs, and regular league nights for everyone. Check us out at 10818 East US Highway 92, Tampa, Florida, airheadarcheryshop.com, and our phone number is 813-621-4279. Stop by and see us. Man, I really wish I had somebody to design my business cards, or even a sign for my truck. Boy, you need Sign Parrot. Sign Parrot produces everything from business cards to building wraps, postcards, decals, port and vehicle wraps, interior wall graphics, exterior wall graphics, routed in 3D lettering and signs, banners, and a whole host of other interior and exterior signage. Our goal is to help your business grow. If you need a sign, we'll save you time. Sign Parrot, boy. When aviation is in your blood, you learn how to fly. 